You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I'm not really sure what was going on there. It's like we stumbled into something. Okay. But, I mean, whether it was like uh, some kind of a cult or whether it was... Some kind of Do you a think it strange was a cult? thing. Well, it felt like it should have been out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, like, did you, you pick up the cult vibe? Like, you know, like a Twilight Zone where you walk into like a small town and you realize something's tying all of these people something's together. Something's a mess. And you don't know what it is, but yet they accept you at the same time. I'm not sure if I should be scared I was accepted or excited. Wait, are you going to start wearing like robes over here? I think I like, might have joined a cult. You might have joined a cult. I might have joined a cult. You and Tristan might have joined I'm a cult. I'm cult curious. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We've got a lot of stuff we're going to get to today. I do want to say, of course, as usual, a big thank you. To everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page, whether you're on your mobile mobile device oh, or your, your mobile device. On your mobile telephone. Your mobile telephone. Except for no, they say mobile in uh What's well, a mobile in device? England, it's mobile. Mobile. I'll call you on your mobile. That's what they call a phone? Mm-hmm. A mobile? Mm-hmm. Really? Well, I mean, that's what they did when I lived there. But people still many, say many years cell ago. phone? Or do you say, I guess cell phone Yeah, you term. still yeah. say that. I've I, well, heard I you say, say that. I say it all the time. People say it. But I don't know if other people say it. Cell phone. Yeah, I, I think that's yeah, still acceptable. Yeah, people still say cell phone. Okay, all right. Yeah. All I right, still say acceptable. like tape recording. Yeah, I still I do that too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you got to videotape it. I say videotape. Yeah, videotape. Yeah, I do too. I say yeah. that all the time too. Oh boy, we're old. Anyway, uh, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link to purchase your videotape recorders and your cell phones to your heart's extent. Content. Whatever. All right. <laughs> Uh, Extent and content. All of those things above. Um, um, one other thing, one other note of business here is that we are asking for a favor from everybody listening to this show. And what we're asking for is we've got it on our Facebook page, which is Fun Employment Radio. Please go there and like it if you haven't liked our Facebook page before. It's cool if you can. And we've got a post there going asking for your favorite segments or episodes of Fun Employment Radio from this past year, from 2016. I mean, you can go into a little bit of 2015, but generally the last year-ish of the show. Greg wants to Frankenstein up, patchwork up some uh, some best of. Yes, indeed. For next week, because why is that, Greg? Well, I am going to be out of town for uh, for three of the days next week, from Uh Wednesday through. Uh, Friday. Who's stuck taking you to the airport? Sarah's gonna take me to the airport. No, I'm so not. You better, you better score me a free pair of headphones or something. Well, right? I'm gonna try. Yeah. So I'm going down to the Consumer Electronics, <laughs> the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, where I'm going to be one of the broadcasters for DigitalTrends.com during uh, during their coverage of the Consumer Electronics Show. And for anybody who doesn't know, it's I think it's still the biggest trade show in the world. Let me see if I describe it right, because like my parents are asking what it was. So it's yes. like basically where you were. Like every like electronics place comes in and there are celebrities and people who are all like shilling their like their new techie wares mm-hmm. and you get to talk to everybody and then like sometimes get like free products but you yeah. find out all like the big things that are going to be happening in technology in 2017. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So like all the like Sony or I don't know name any electronics company except for Apple. They're the only ones that don't go to this. They hold their own separate event. Really, at the same Apple. time? No, not at the same time. It's. Uh, I can't remember when they do it, like some sometime later in the year. Yeah, they don't go to it, but the, everybody else does. And any kind of tech thing, like it could be a tiny, tiny 
little company from India, they will probably be represented there or it'll be Sony with like a gigantic, huge booth. And so all of these things are going on at the same time and every company has the best of the best of their tech and uh, Digital Trends does the coverage for, for a lot of that. And so I'm going to be down there um, being one of their broadcasters on YouTube and Facebook and their website and I don't know where all that's going. So that's that's what I'll be doing down there. But yeah, it's... It's it is pretty neat. There is a lot of uh, stuff, and I am going to do my best to score Sarah and I some uh, free stuff. You better free samples. Like this is the one where I went. This to is a like few sample. This is like Greg's like sample dream, but with like yeah, electronic but like goodies. With actual things. Yeah. Like or since you're like just a lowly reporter, do they mm-hmm. like do you get like the free stuff? I don't know. I don't know if I do because I'm I'm like a host reporter producer, so maybe. I haven't actually I'll, – I'll have to see when I get down there. The last time I went down there, I was able to get some free head, like Beats headphones and like lots of like smaller things. I'm going to shoot for the big stuff though. What's the big stuff? I don't know. Whatever they'll give me. Well, I mean basically I'll take anything. ship it all back. I mean I'm shameless. I'll walk up to the booth and I'll, I'll just ask what they have for free or I'll pretend that I'm interested. In it. No, I probably well, can't do that. Why not? I don't know why not. Why why wouldn't I be able to? Why wouldn't you be able to? Yeah, just Did walk you up sign say, something that says you're not supposed to? No. No. Uh-uh, no. It's a consumer electronics show. You're a consumer consuming the electronics. Yeah. This if is true. If you want to sample them, I mean it it'll do better. I mean, you do work for digital trends and it's if true. they do want their products yeah. sampled. And I'll be doing an hour live show down there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, which everybody can watch. Please do on, on like I said on YouTube and Facebook. But um Oh yeah. Yeah, I do want to score some free stuff though. That's kind of half the battle for me. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll split my wares with you. I'll split my profits. Okay. Yeah. My, my so we'll snap the headphones in half. Yeah, we'll snap the headphones in half. Okay. We'll split and, the baby. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. All that will happen. So, yeah, I'll be down there uh, doing that for uh, – for, well, I'll be down there on Saturday too. Actually, Thursday, Friday, Saturday I'll be broadcasting. I don't know. It's all confusing. Cool. But, uh, but with that, we will be putting up some best ofs during that time because, you know, it's the time of year to do that kind of thing mm-hmm. anyway. And we want to we find out what everybody else thinks were the best moments from 2006. So that would, or 2016, not 2006. 16, that's the year it is today. What was year. your favorite moment from 2006? 2006. The show wasn't on back then, mm-hmm. but 2016. So that would be great. If you can comment on that Facebook post and let us know, that would be really, really cool. All right. Uh, now, let me explain what happened this last weekend, because we started talking about this yesterday, and I didn't get a chance to get into it. But over the Christmas break, it's, it seems to be now a tradition, because Tristan and I did this last year before Christmas as well, where it ends up being that we're the only two around or that want to go out and do anything on like the, on usually the 23rd. And sure enough, it happened again. Nobody wanted to hang out with us. So we went out to I find a, that so surprising. Yeah. And I wasn't leaving town until Christmas day and he had Wait, stuff was here it in Christmas town. Eve or the day before? It was the 23rd. Okay. Is when we did this. And since I wasn't, you know, I had the day off the next day and I wasn't leaving town. I'm like, yeah, sure. Well, let's, let's meet up. And so we met up had a couple of beers, watched the Blazer game, and then decided it was time to go on one of Greg and Tristan's old Portland tours, oh, which are now God. famous here. For I like Fun how you Point put Radio. your name first. It yeah. could be Tristan and Greg. Well, I think like- it sounds better saying G and T's OPT. Would it sound better saying T and G's OPT? T and G. T and G OPT? Yeah, you know me. Well, T and G is, uh, you know what that is, right? What? T and G? The Next Generation. Oh, T N G. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this is T and G. G and T. Okay, maybe G and T. I don't know. G and T's OPT. So- G and T's OPT, T and G's OPT. T and G's OPT. Sounds better. No, G and T's OPT sounds better. No, T and G's OPT. T and G's OPT. 
Oh, I don't know. Well, I could. I'll think about it. and J's OPT. I'll think. I'll think about that. Maybe. Well, either way, it's the OPT, which is our old Portland tour. So, I, and it's been a while since we've talked about this. Um, but Tristan and I started a thing where we try to go to basically any bar we've never gone to for a drink, but we try to pick the worst of the worst of the worst and make sure that we go to those. Mm-hmm. And this one, we happen to be in Southeast Portland. And the problem is we figured out we pretty much hit every bad bar uh, from 82nd on in in Southeast Portland. Wow, that's pretty impressive. I mean, most of them, in the, at least the general area where we were at, where we could get where we could get to. And we've, uh, we've, we've pretty much hit them. You know, I mean, these are the places that I've talked about before where the one I went to where they had a uh, lock on the bathroom. You had to get the, the key to the bathroom from the bartender, which mm-hmm. that's not a normal thing. That's not a... Well, sometimes... sometimes a it key to from, the bathroom at a bar? Yeah, that's a little weird. I mean, it's one thing at a gas station. Yeah, or like a coffee shop or something. Right. Yeah. No, this was at a bar, and we had to get the key, and that was one where where I was walking over there, and the clientele was real special at this place. And I was walking over to um, use the bathroom, and some guy... Some guy was also waiting, and he he hadn't gotten the key yet, and he told me that, uh, oh, you can't go in there. Somebody just took a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, this happened this time or the last time? This is the last time. Yeah, just kind of recapping some of the other ones. I can't remember the name of that bar. It's one of the ones on on 82nd Avenue, which is our – 82nd Avenue in Portland is – um, I think every city has a street like this. 82nd Avenue is the one that you don't walk down by yourself unless you're a prostitute. Or yeah, you're trying to get fair. back, or, or unless you have like a handful of groceries and you live in the neighborhood, that's fine. But right, nobody like casually, sure. nobody's casually walking down 82nd Avenue unless they're a drug dealer or a prostitute, or you or live, a in, or you live right in the neighborhood, or, or live right in the. But yeah, you don't be like, oh, I want to go for a walk today. It's Let's walk very, down 82nd Avenue. It's very dirty. It's a lot of used car lots, uh, lots of weird, yeah, creepy little bars, yeah, like strange stores. Oh, Gen X clothing is out there. One of my favorites. Yeah. I do love me some Gen X clothing. Yeah. It's a lot of uh, motels that are, you know, you can rent by the hour. Motel motels, Greg. Or ones that'll still have like signs that say color TV on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the big, the big thing is they have cable TV. Yeah. It's a lot of those kinds of places. And then, yeah, car, yeah, car dealerships, massage places, or uh, lingerie modeling. Jack shacks. Well, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So, yeah, you don't go for a casual stroll down 82nd, but uh, we decided to go to the bars that are down there. So this time, though, we had already hit those, so we had a couple more that we hadn't hit, and we decided to go to these ones because basically we pull up a Google Maps and be like, okay, how can we get here? You know, we'll we'll, uh, bus over there and get to these places. And the first one we went to, it was one on 52nd Avenue, and it was farther south. I won't say the name of them. On 52nd or 82nd? 52nd. Okay. We had to go in because we'd already hit all the ones on 82nd. But this was much further south. This was near where, for reference, last year I got, uh, in 2015, I got a speeding ticket where it was one of the photo radar things and it made me look like I was a serial killer. That picture is out there. You can find that picture. Oh my God, that's my favorite picture. (laughs) Yeah. I I made it my profile picture for a really long time. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, It was near that place. It was near where I got that ticket. So- we went to this place and we pulled in or, or, or got out and walked into the parking lot. And the first thing I noticed is this place was full of RVs and like little mobile, uh, like trailers, like RV trailers. You know what I'm talking about? Like camper trailers. 
Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there were like eight but of like, them. Like there are people like living in there. Or were they I like don't food know. places? I don't know. And that's what I was trying to figure out. No, they they definitely weren't food places. No, they were they were just parked there, all of them in the parking lot of this bar. And hmm. so I don't know whether people were living there on the property or what goes on in those. Why you would have a bunch of campers in a bar parking lot? I I don't know. But they were all there. That's amazing. It was pretty amazing. And so we walked in. And there was there was actually a band playing in the ba- in this place. It was this tiny little bar, and you walk in, and the first thing that we noticed was they had Christmas lights up, and that's fine, you know, because it is tis the season. Well, it was tis Christmas the season, season, Greg. Yes. But one thing, and Tristan noted this right off. He's like, "This is the kind of place they didn't just put those up. They've been up there all year." I have Christmas lights right. up year round in my apartment. What's wrong with that? You have like. Like, do you have, like, colored blinking lights? Well, no, I have white ones. Well, white ones, is di- that's different. No, these yeah, are colored blinking lights. they're classy kind of indoor yeah, classy. Yeah, we're not talking about classy. <laughs> no, it's just they have them up. And, and no problem. You know, that's their decoration. But it looks like that's, that's the decoration that's been there all year. Uh, and so we hung out in that place for a little bit. And it wasn't too – it wasn't – wasn't too bad. Wasn't too good. Definitely been to way worse bars than this thing. Yeah. This was just like a local's dive only. Okay. Still cannot explain – the the campers. Now, I don't know if the people, the patrons there lived in those campers. Or if the boss, maybe the people who owned it lived in the parking maybe lot. Maybe they live in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. A whole family of them. I mean, sure. I don't know. It was really hard to tell. So maybe we, it was like a maybe it was like a camper like gang. You know how they're like motorcycle gangs? Maybe it was like a camper gang. It could have been. I, I mean, mean, it is Portland. It seems like that would be something that would exist. I mean, the people there were, were nice when they did talk to us. Most of them just kind of ignored us or looked at us because we weren't locals. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it was, you are kind of locals. That's not like too far away from you, is it? Uh, it's a ways away from where I am. Okay, yeah. I'm the, definitely not my neighborhood. Yeah, not not at all. It was. It's probably about. Let's see, it's probably about five miles from my house. I would guess about about that four four miles maybe. So went there, and then there was one other place that we chose. Now I'm not going to say what street this other one was on because it will identify it. Because there's nothing else around it. It's in this section of Portland. Is where it in you go southeast? south. Technically, technically, I think it would be, or it would be in Milwaukee, which is the next town over. There's kind of a no man's land in deep southeast Portland. Okay. Where there's just, it's all industrial, or there's hills, and everything just kind of breaks off. It's like the city just falls away. And it's not that it turns into like, I guess like slums or something. It's like it turns into just this industrial area or forested. Like it looks like a kind of place where a lot of bodies are buried. It's like law doesn't everywhere go over in there. Oregon looks like a lot of bodies are buried everywhere. This area, though, in particular, it's it's different. It's a different place. And so we uh, we were going going down there, and we're like, okay, well, there's supposed to be some tiny little bar on this road. And we need to find it. So, so you know, we get down there and we're walking down the road and we find this place. It's the only place lit up. It's the only place open because there's some random houses and like shacks and like some railroad stuff and, and a bunch of industrial buildings like that are all closed. stuff. And then just this thing out in the middle of nowhere. And it looks like it's just this tiny little square bar. We're like, okay, perfect. That's the place. This is going to be interesting to go in here. And we walk in and it opens up. To like a, a normal bar there, but it went back a lot further than we thought. So we thought it was going to be just like a, uh, boy, well, I, I'm trying to think of what kind of measurements I can say, like a, like a small, small what, like regular little size hole bar? in the wall bar. Yeah, 
but well, like a like ten person bar or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what it seemed mm. like it would be. It was not. We walk in there, and there was probably about fifteen people in there, and we noticed it's instantly when I walked in, I was like, oh, this is much bigger than I thought. They had a full bar, they had a dance floor, they had a stage, and uh, and um, all kinds of stuff set up just in this room. And we're like, okay, well, this is kind of interesting. You know, and there's a bunch of people. Clearly, they all know each other. They're all locals. They're hanging out. Mm. We get our drinks. And we decided to walk back a little bit just to see what else is there. And this bar just kept going and going and going. And Was I it like when out- we were in Alaska when, like, all those bars were kind of connected to each other in the in the same building? Uh, Chilkoot Charlie's? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Kind of, only this wasn't different Chilkoot Charlie's bars. kept going on and on and on. Yeah, and but- that's a huge complex yeah. in Anchorage. This isn't like that. There weren't other bars in there. There was only the one bar, and they didn't have like other bartenders or, or setups even within it. But okay, but it was just rooms upon rooms. Oh, and so there weren't other bars it. back there. It was just rooms. No, just rooms. Okay, just rooms that you could hang out in. And I was figuring it out. It was kind of a lot more like the place we went in in um, uh, Blanken Blanken uh, in Washougal. Right in Washougal, thank you. Mm. Yeah, where it was like a bunch of buildings. Ooh, I hate that, that I clearly... could like, psychically know what you're talking about. Yeah. It was more like a bunch of buildings that they had put together to make other rooms. Hmm. So it was like separate buildings that were built onto it and just add-ons. And this kept going. It was like a little maze back in there. And you get to the back, and it opened up in this giant patio. And then a whole other section that was this covered bar area. I mean, this place, you could fit you could fit 400 people in there easily. Whoa. I mean, it was huge. I think, I, I, I bet you could do yeah, three hundred maybe, if you if you used up all the space of this whole this whole place. So we were kind of amazed by that, number one. But also that there weren't very many people in there. Granted, you know this is the night before Christmas Eve, but I, in the whole place, fifteen twenty people maybe. Whoa! So you could like straight up probably murder somebody in the back room and nobody you could would know. Totally. And I did think about that because there was one area. Well, I mean, I didn't think about that, but there was one area that uh, was clearly that'd be clear uh, good for murdering. Yeah, yeah. And and Tristan and I started talking to this one guy who was outside, and he's like, "So what do you guys do?" And he was he was he was weaving a little bit back and forth, smoking a cigar. And we're like, "All right, well, let's talk to this guy, see what he's up to." And they they started talking about work and. Talked about work for a while. Uh, those two did. I didn't bring up what we do because I never want to do that. At these no, kind of no, don't ever draw attention to that. No, never draw attention to that. So they have no idea what I do. And, you know, and then he started, he explained to us, he's like, well, oh man, I got to go. I got to go take a piss. I don't want to go in there though. I'm going to show you a secret spot. So he showed us the secret spot where he goes to use the bathroom because this place is so big, he doesn't want to walk all the way back to the bathroom. And there's this, he's, he's like, yeah, if you go right down that building, there's a camera right up there. You go past that camera, and they can't see what you're doing back there. What? And then you, yeah, so he explained to us how to go in between this fence and this building to go back and use the bathroom. And I, I was like, okay, I'm not going to follow you back in there. He's like, no, but if you need to, it's right back there. <laughs> And then later on, I'm not going to follow you there, buddy. No, but then later on, I did kind of need to go. So I was like, all right. So it's right back there. He's like, yeah, just go on. Just keep walking. Just keep walking back there. So I didn't know what I was. I was like, am I I walking into a trap here? Are you you going to be assaulted? I'm not not even assaulted by him. Am I going to be kidnapped? Like this, it seems like that because you walk back there and there's no way out. You're in between this giant fence and the side of this building, and it's only about as wide as I am. So, like, 
I was like, I was walking into a trap. Why didn't you just trap. go to the bathroom? I don't know because that's what the local guy was doing. So I wanted to be like the local guys. But I'll tell you this though, I think it helped endear us to him. So so we come back out and uh, he's like, I'm buy I'm gonna buy you a drink. And Tristan decided to buy him a drink. And so we went inside. Oh my god. And bought it. He bought him a beer. And at this point, this guy this this guy was our in to everybody else. Because he, clearly everybody knew him. And we're standing at the bar and I'm looking around and everybody's talking to each other. I'm like, oh, oh, they all, they all really, really know each other. We're the only outsiders in here. Oh, yeah. Like we are the only people that nobody knows. And everybody's kind of looking at us, not, not in a mean way, but looking like outsider, outsiders. <laughs> they don't belong here. Outsiders. Where'd they come from? I've never <laughs> seen them in here before. And they didn't really talk like that, but that's, that's my impression. And we're sitting there and this guy's like, uh... Yeah, you know, uh, I know everybody in here. Like, that's that's my wife. That's my cousin. That's this person, and and then there was, and this may give away the bar. And I'm telling you, these people were very nice, but I just don't know what I was joining. There was a person named Mom, and so it wasn't. Are you serious? I'm serious. There's an older lady, and he was like, "No, we all just call her Mom," and Mom was like clearly the boss of the situation. Like, she was the older lady sitting at the bar. Uh, and, and mom was, everybody kind of knew mom. Are you serious? Yeah. I want to go there. Yeah. That is so weird. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, mom. And, (laughs) and so, and then mom bought us all tequila shots. What? She's like tequila shots for everybody. I'm like, oh, well, okay. Well, I like, I like mom. And so she bought us all tequila shots, but she had a name for them, and I can't remember what it was. It was like this weird, it was like a tequila shot with like an orange juice back, backer. So you take the shot, and then you take the orange juice with something in it, like cinnamon, I guess. Oh, well, I've had those with tequila, but you take an orange wedge. And then put cinnamon on and it. And then put cinnamon on it, and like you take the shot of tequila, then bite into the uh, into the orange with the cinnamon on it. Okay, well, this this was, um, you take the shot, and then she added like, a, you would get a, a second shot. That's just orange juice and cinnamon. So you take the tequila shot, and then you take the orange juice shot. Okay. It was actually pretty good. Well, that sounds exactly the same as the other orange thing, yeah. except for a little more. I mean, I like think more probably orange, pref- but I'd probably prefer an orange juice to an orange. Yeah, has more juice in it. Yeah, and so so we all did those, and we're hanging out, and we started talking to everybody, and then our, our friend who introduced us started introducing us to everybody else around, and soon enough, I think we were a part of this. Like we were accepted pretty easily. They were all very nice people, mm-hmm. but it was all very local. They all knew each other. The bartender was this crabby guy, uh, and they were clearly all friends with each other. Uh, so I don't know. I didn't know what was happening. At that point, we're like, well, we kind of need to go. But uh, you don't ever want to go. Yeah. You want to live there now. Yeah, but w- I, think, I think we're a part of this now. I think we've joined. I think we've been accepted in, and we're part of the pack now. I think we could become part of the pack. And I'm debating if this is something that... You know, is this a cult? Is this the cult of mom? It could be the cult of mom. The cult of mom. You know, and this was their introduction. Like, oh, yeah, take the tequila shot. I should have thought about, oh, what's in the tequila shot? Yeah, you should have probably thought about that. Well, I'd had a couple of drinks. He hadn't, but I had. (laughs) Tristan, by the way, did not take the tequila shot of note. I did. Yeah, Tristan doesn't take shots. No. Yeah, he was smart about it. I do that, though. And then I figure he can bail Craig me out. Takes stranger shots. I well, take stranger I mean, shots. If it's, it's free, it's free. If you eat like stranger yogurt and you know get stranger coffee. Oh yeah, if it's free, I'll take it. I mean, it's that's just a fact. I will have to. I'll. I'd actually have to stop really hard and think about it not to accept a free sample of something. 
Be like, no, don't do that. Like, I don't care what it is. Free? Okay. So I took it. And uh, I don't think I was drugged or anything. I think it was just, I think it was just Do you remember the rest of the night? (laughs) I do. I do. Um, But it was, uh, it was pretty cool. I cannot believe her name was Mom. Her name was Mom. Yeah, that's Mom. And Mom mom was very loud. Also nice. What did she look like? Um, I kind of want a little, did she have like glasses, curly, like short curly Curly, white hair? Curly white hair. Mm -hmm. Longer-ish, I think, like shoulder length. Does she wear a sweater? I feel like, yes. I mean, it was a very dark bar, so. Yeah. yeah. Did everyone, like, come up? Did they kneel down and, like, kiss her hand? They did. I don't, didn't see anybody kiss her hand, but definitely she was in charge. Wow. Yeah. She, she so was So when are we going? Show. Because I need to see this place. I know. I know you do. We'll, we'll have to figure out a time to go there. Uh, I believe we should probably go this weekend. Possibly. Yeah, that might work out this because weekend. Because that needs to be happening. Yeah. Yeah, because it's. I love it when but, you find again, bars though, like that. Here's the thing. This is kind of my deal, you know. This is my oh, cult that off. I've joined. Well, you know what? That bar won't exist if you if people like you don't tell other people about it. I don't know. I think it's a neighborhood thing, man. They know about it, and that's everyone knows about mom. Yeah, yeah, and probably if somebody's listening and they know her, like I said, she's very nice, and I'm terrified of her. Um, and she, I really appreciated the shot. I can't believe Tristan awesome. was able was to like kind of get weird... out of the like out of getting the shot. Like that seems like it'd be disrespectful to mom. No, he gave it to somebody else. Okay. Who was also part of the group. So it was it was accepted. Okay, that's accepted. Yeah, at least. it was acceptable. Okay. But yeah. So anyway, I, I may have joined a cult. I don't even know it. But I think that's how they get you. They lure you in. Like I'm realizing I could be susceptible to joining a cult. Like if they lure you in with You're a, extremely susceptible with a susceptible. free tequila shot, I'm like, oh, all right. Well, hey, this is pretty fun. Like, yeah, that's great. So now you're just gonna cut that guy. I'm like, oh, okay, well, we'll just cut that guy. No. I mean that's that's not what I would do. I'm just saying Isn't I can see how it work, mm-hmm. how it works. They lure you in with that. And then be like, okay, uh, mom wants to have a talk with you. Like, oh, all right. Uh, okay, do you believe in the unbelievers or do you dispel them? I don't know. It could be it could just go really weird. You need to do some better cult research. Yeah. Because I don't think that's what they say. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure what they but say. But you yeah. did you did drink We're gonna the, draw a the second on you. that she asked you yeah. to. Hold out your arm. We're gonna brand you. Like, oh, Maybe all right. the tequila's her Kool-Aid. <sighs> Well, um, I'll tell you, I, pr- I failed the first test as far as not joining a cult oh, yeah. because I was right for it. I'm like, okay, sure, sounds good. Mm-hmm. And then boom. But I had to, if, I, if I'd have stayed there any longer, I probably would have something like, just See, signed this, this paperwork. Okay. I've never thought that you were strong enough to be a cult leader because look at you. you no, you I am struggle. strong enough to be a cult leader. I I'm don't just, think this so. This is research. You instantly uh, you know, go right into the role of the follower. No, I don't go into the role of a follower. I think I would be a I good leader. I think between leader. the two of us, I would be a better cult leader. No, no. I don't think you have the... I do. You don't have the ability to do the hard stuff I that would have do. to happen. No. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. I do not think so. I think I, I would be a far better... I can make the tough decisions. I would be a far better cult I, leader. I, I what, really think that, the cult of Sarah. Yes, I think that I would be much better... Uh, I would You'd be, be a much better at being a horrible person? Not a horrible person at all. Just like gently guiding people into my way of thinking. <laughs> Uh, you wouldn't. You're too like spastic. No, I, I think I'd be good. Like I'm, no, no, I think I would be good. What I would be good at is just getting other people. You to just do drink this things stuff. Like, for that random strangers hand to you. That's not a leader. That's no, a follower. That was learning how that works. Mm-hmm. So now I know what I need to do is buy tequila shots, and then I'll tell them. You know, they're going to brand themselves. Like uh, I think, I think that I would be able to do. Yeah, uh, it's being asked. What do you? What is the hard stuff that you have to do? Yeah, tell somebody no. Tell them they're out of the group because you have to. If you're going to start a cult, you're going to have to like 
adhere, like make people realize there's consequences for their actions. So you're gonna have to figure out something that somebody does wrong. Somebody has, and you you got to make a sacrifice. Somebody has to be the example. Somebody has to be right example. Right at the beginning. And it's got to be harsh, harsh, like removed from the group. Something, somebody that everybody likes. Because you got to pick one that that really is going to hurt everybody, and that they, they know that know. nobody's safe. Like in Game of Thrones, like when they start killing off the main characters. Yeah, well, I'm like, not saying kill anybody. No, but I'm saying like you know, Game of Thrones kind of mm-hmm. grabs you by the balls once you realize like nobody's safe, but you're still there. You're still committed. Mm-hmm. Like even though See, you know that like you like have your certain people that you like, and they're probably not going to live through the episode. Well, and also if you want to be the cult leader, you gotta you gotta get rid of any competition. So. What'll happen is, you know, you get it going, you pick out who's the most popular, who's the most fervent believer, who's really into this, who's everybody looking to for advice. Boom, they're out. They are out. Mm-hmm. And then that way everybody looks to you. Well, you'll survive for a long time in my cult then, Greg. You're not, no. Because I don't think you're popular I think it's or being noted, anyone looks to you for advice. I think it's, it's being noted that you'd be good at recruitment. See, you could be my head recruiter. I can recruit for myself. You know, you could be the head recruiter, and then I'm going to have to kick you out because if people like you too much, then you're out of there. Oh, so you mm-hmm. think that even if you had a cult, people would like me too much and you'd have to try and get rid no, of me. No, I'd just make an example of you. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to have to make an example of you. I'm just saying somebody's going to have to be made. Yeah, an you example would never of. get enough people to join your cult to be to have anybody to make. I'll an make. I'll of. accept that challenge. Okay. Okay. Do you want to? Do you want to start rival cults and see who gets more fine. people? I'll start a rival cult fine. with you. I'll start one too. My cult's going to be fine. Mm. It's going to be the best cult that you've ever been a part of. We'll have so many good things in my cult. <laughs> What's your cult going to be called? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> make cults great again? I don't know. No, it's. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be. It'll be. I'll have to come up with a catchy name. I feel like you would have the kind of cult where you'd make everybody like legally change their name to Greg. <laughs> Hello, Greg 3. Hello, Greg 4. No, no, nobody's going to change their name to Greg. No, I feel like you would make everybody like call each other. Like you'd be master and everybody else would be Greg. But you'd make everybody else change their name to Greg. Oh. I'd, yeah, I'd be master Greg and they'd be regular Greg. No, don't say regular Hi, Greg. Hi, I'm vice chair Greg. Hi, I'm, <laughs> I'm sergeant at arms Greg. Okay. I think I uh, either way. I think I could. Yeah, Ben is saying you sounded like Trump. I think that was intentional. <laughs> Pretty sure that was intentional. Nibbles in the live chat says an attractive woman could easily bring down Greg as a cult leader. Oh yeah, that's true. I'm pretty. I would fall victim to that. Yes, but that's why so. as a cult leader though, or even a not attractive woman, even like an older lady named Mom, who buys you a tequila shot, well, she you just me a take tequila it. Shot. You just take it. Well, yeah, because I was it was learning. Mm-hmm. I was learning how how this works, Greg. I mean, honestly. Between the two of us. You oh, no. I would do a good job. Me. You know I'd do better. No, I don't think so. You know it. You couldn't even look at me when you said that. I don't that. think you so. You know it. No, I don't you think so. You know that no, when, you when would push be good. comes to shove, no. I will be able to make the bad, the hard decisions. No, I think the problem is you would be good at recruitment, but then you would feel bad about everything. No, not in my cult. No, yes. I, I don't think it would work. Uh-uh. I don't think it would work. I protect my people. No, yeah, but that's the problem. It's not mm-hmm. protecting your people. You have to I instill... watch out for them. No, you have to make them fear. No, I want them to respect and honor me, and I will do the same. Wait, so to you them. just belittle everybody until they fall in line? No. Whoa! Like your cult sounds like it's gonna suck. No, I'm asking all you're you. Doing is my re- cult's not gonna suck. Okay, so my we're gonna do gonna like so you're gonna find fun. the most loyal person to your shitty cult. Then you're gonna yeah. like, make an example of them and throw them out. Well, that was just inside. So then nobody baseball. else is gonna really like you. That's cult leader to cult leader talk. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna have to do that. That's what's that's what's just gonna have to happen. No, we're gonna have like game rooms. We're gonna have some. We're gonna have a ton. Nobody's of fun. gonna want to play games with. You're not fun to play games with. No, they can play games with each other. I'll just watch and I'll judge. 
and then they'll come to that me with like their problems. That sounds like a really fun way to like play a game as if your cult leader is just Anybody can join, too. We're not going to discriminate against anyone. Anybody that wants to be a part of it can join. You can do whatever you want to do. Just pay homage to me because I'll keep you safe and protect you. You won't keep anybody safe but yourself. We'll all keep ourselves. We'll I'll keep everyone safe under the blankets of my warm embrace and arms. What? Bring them all in. What are you doing? Sarah's like hugging the air right now. I am. I'm hugging all of my my friends, Hmm. which they're not going to be called followers. Mine are going to be called friends. (laughs) Friends? Mm -hmm. Friends of Sarah? Friends of the cult of Sarah. (laughs) Fine. Well, mine are going to be called buddies. We're all buddies. Oh, wow, Greg. You sure won up to me there. Greg's buddies. I'm really glad that you have to already start. All right. I don't like this. This is. All right. If anybody is like even questioning between me and Greg who would do better, like he's already trying to steal my ideas. That's what a good cult leader does. You cherry pick no, the good stuff. No, a good cult leader is supposed to come up with their own ideas. No, a good cult leader cherry picks the good stuff and then so puts their own spin on it. So you're saying my idea was the good stuff. Yeah, it was all right. Every idea I've had, you've tried to turn around and make it seem as if it's yours. Oh, wait. That's just you. <laughs> Jasmine says, uh, Greg would start the cult and Sarah would take it over. Oh, that's why I'd excommunicate her. Um, let's see. You've seen me when I get scary. I can get scary. Can't I? (laughs) I would say that um, this is why you might not be the best cult leader. Why? (laughs) Somebody would piss you off. And... uh, I think make an example out of them? I think think you you would scare people more than I would. People would want to be around me. Once they got to Nobody know wants to be around you. Oh, yeah, they would. I'm fun. People you know how you can tell how someone's fun people, is if they keep saying over and over again how fun they are. <laughs> no, seriously, people are always telling me how fun I am. I think the smart people would stick with me. Okay. Oh, hello, my friends. Friend and fearless leader, Sarek, still in here. Welcome to my world of crazy. All right, Greg, it's my segment. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Looky here, Greg. It's going to be like being in my cult. First up, this story made me laugh. I actually saw it when I was in Bremerton. A six-year-old kid was able to purchase over $250 worth of Pokemon toys on his mother's phone by using her thumbprint on the Amazon app, and he did it while his mom was sleeping. He Wait, actually he grabbed her thumb and he used her thumb while she was sleeping, or excuse me, she did. It was her. It was her daughter. Her daughter Ashland, while her mother Be- uh, Bethany Howell was napping on the couch last week, picked up her mother's thumb and her phone, used her thumb to unlock the phone, and then she proceeded to spend two hundred and fifty dollars. On 13 different Pokemon toys on the Amazon app. Wow. That she was able to use with her sleeping mother's uh, thumb. How old was this girl? Six years old. Smart little girl. Yeah, so the purchases uh, left the girl's parents thinking that they had been hacked when they saw 13 order confirmations for Pokemon <laughs> items that would be delivered yeah, the next day. Yeah, it's like, who's going to hack to order Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're a fan of Pokemon. Oh, no. That was a fad that lasted about two weeks. Oh, see, so you're a bandwagoner. Fan. Yeah, Totally. Yeah, when it comes to that. Okay, yeah. just just check it. Start I mean, get a bandwagon. Am I going to be a leader? No, it's called research. Research is where it will be your downfall because you don't do any research on things. 
When you listen back to many, many years ago when the first definition of Greg's research, <laughs> it just sounds really wrong in that sentence that you just said. There's only long-time listeners know that. You don't research on things. Greg researches on lots of things. Uh, yeah, so after they thought they, they had been hacked, the six-year-old proudly confessed, Oh, no, no, I did it. I ordered them for myself. Uh, Ashlyn's mother indicated the child was really proud of herself. <laughs> no word on whether or not she was able to keep the 13 Pokemon toys. I mean, got to give the kid credit. That's smart thinking. That is. That kid's going to be one shit apple. Oh, that's a real, and her name's Ashlind. Oh, with yeah. With a D at the end. That kid's going to get away with a lot of stuff oh, yeah. and going to cause a lot of trouble mm-hmm. for people. Go Ashland. Well, it doesn't seem like she's being punished for it, so I mean... Oh, well then, she's just going to get away with it. This is the thing. If you're going to be a cult leader, much like being a parent, you got to punish. you got to teach a lesson. Oh. Well, I'm sorry. There are consequences for your actions. All right, I have a story out of Oregon. Oregon. Uh, Cornelius, Oregon. An Oregon man who decided to go to a late showing of Rogue One, a Star Wars story. You saw that, right, Greg? I've seen it twice. Mm-hmm. Well, decided to have a few drinks during it and ended up falling asleep and getting locked inside of the movie theater. <laughs> I know somebody else who went to see Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and might have fallen asleep. I don't know what you're talking is about. It lazy, I've seen it twice. Is it lazy bandwagoner, bad cult leader Greg? Nope. I think it might be. Nope. Uh, so this guy's name is Justin Hayworth. Justin Hayworth said he decided to take in a late showing... Friday night at the Cornelius Cinema Cornelius. after having a few drinks at a nearby bar. But he fell asleep about 20 minutes into the film. Isn't that when you fell asleep? Okay, the first time I we watched it... We talked about this on the show. It isn't a secret. We've talked yes, about this. Yes, it is. This. No, I didn't talk about falling asleep in it. Yes, we did. No, I don't think so. Yes, we did. No, I, I fell asleep for like five minutes during the first time. And then I went and saw it again. And let me say this. Did you fall asleep? No, and absolutely not. It's actually a much better movie the second time. So you kind of have a better idea and you know what to look out for. And when to take I a I thought it was good. <laughs> when you can sleep. Well, did yours, I'm just asking because you fell asleep like in the first 20 minutes too, right? I did not fall asleep in the first 20 minutes. I fell, I nodded off like five minutes. I was tired when I went and saw it. Because mm-hmm. it was in the middle of the afternoon. Hayworth goes on to say, I ended up just accidentally passing out. So, so he went to see the 9 p.m. showing. He awoke at about 1 a.m. to discover that the movie had ended, the theater was closed, and he was all alone locked in the building. Uh, he said, it really hit me once I came outside of the lobby and saw that there was nobody there. I called for anybody, and no one was answering. <laughs> How do they like, lock it all up without noticing that guy? They, don't they have to go up and down the aisles and clean? I mean, that's what I would think, unless they clean the next day if it's the late movie. That's the only thing I could think. I mean, even at the museum, like when we have events, I uh, you have to check like all the bathrooms. You have to check every single room, make sure nobody's oh, yeah. got in there and like passed out and no. Or me too something. with the banqueting stuff. You have to make damn sure that nobody's like. So in other words, up behind a table. if that guy had like died in that seat, they wouldn't have even found him until the next Probably day. Probably the next day. Yeah. Well, he said he had to wait for about twenty minutes for police to show up after triggering the building's burglar alarm as he tried the non-emergency police line, uh, and nobody would answer it. He was unable to reach the police on the non-emergency line, so he had to end up calling 911. He said, I ended up getting a hold of him, telling him it wasn't an emergency. I'm just locked in a movie theater. I fell asleep during the movie, and I need help. (laughs) So the police (laughs) arrived, and were able to direct him. So even the exits were locked? Yeah. And they were able to direct him to an emergency exit after being unable to reach the theater manager. Well, this seems like the Cornelius 9 Theater is really a tip-top shape there. Cornelius 9. So is that in... Where does it say it's actually at? In Cornelius. In Cornelius. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it said 
He said the police arrived and they were able to direct him outside. They looked dumbfounded, really, he said. He was like, how did the staff not actually see you still in the theater? Uh, Here were some police told him he would not be arrested, of course, because he said the cops were really nice. They told me as long as the cameras go along with my story, I'll be fine. I was asleep. Uh, The Washington County Sheriff's Office confirmed that indeed no crime was committed. And he said, uh, here was said, yes, it was definitely a really weird experience. <laughs> I mean, everyone's kind of fallen in, asleep in a movie from time to time. Oh, yeah. The one I, um, I mean, that, I did, I did not off during Star Wars, but. By the way, I have heard, uh, uh, just not because of your saying this, I know more people who nodded off during that movie. It's a slow start. Than any other movie. Serious, I have, I have a few friends who are just like, yeah, I kind of fell asleep during the first part of it. It's a slow start. Yeah. It's a good movie, but it's a slow start. Uh, and that's why the second time it was better, because I knew how to, what to look for. I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. What's going mm-hmm. on? Um, yeah, I've fallen asleep during The Mummy. I hated The Mummy. Oh, yeah, that movie's terrible. It was terrible. I, that's the only movie. My I, mom I, made me go to the theater and watch it for her birthday. The only movie I've ever walked out on was The Mummy. Oh. It was so bad. I was like, I cannot handle this. It's going to make me vomit. It's such a bad movie, and I walked out on it. The only movie I've ever walked out on that I remember was the Twilight one because I went to the Baghdad to see it was when they showed old movies, mm-hmm. and it was like four, like three or four dollars to go there, and you know you can drink beer and watch the movie. And I went with a couple of people, I think mm-hmm. with Tristan actually, Tristan and, yeah. uh, and Heather, and like ten minutes in, we're just like, this is awful. This yeah. is, like beer isn't even For making this funny. For the t- second Twilight movie. Oh well, yeah. Because I thought it would be funny. Yeah. And it was not funny. It was just awful. And we're yeah. just like, but we're leaving. Let's just go. I just left it. The only other one I can think of that I could never finish, I've tried three times, once in the theater, twice at home, is uh, Superman Returns. Superman Returns, the one that came out several years ago. It's so even, bad. Okay. And it's so boring. I kid, I've never been able to make it through. I fell asleep in the Omnimax watching it, and then I fell asleep twice at home, deciding, like, I'm going to finish this movie. It's it's going to be good. <laughs> out. Uh, all right, uh, Ben said, I walked out of Very Bad Things. That movie is garbage. I hate that movie. You I, remember- I don't remember disliking it that, that much. That movie is I don't, I don't remember it very well. dark. I don't remember it very well. It's where the, they, they kill, kill the a prostitute. hooker. Yeah. Yeah. On and accident. And they all slowly, yeah, and then... It's just the worst of the worst of the worst of humanity. Huh. I mean, nothing is as... I guess I, I need to see it again. Nothing is ever as bad as Requiem. Uh, I will never watch Requiem for a dream. But now I, I have no need to. to watch it ever. I know what happens. I know it's terrible. I don't need to watch that movie. I'm never going to do it. You don't need to. All right. Out of Gloucester, England, police officers in England said they made an amazing discovery when a drug raid, um, when doing a drug raid, when they discovered... A mar- drug raid? A drug raid. Shut up. I just wanted to get away with that. God damn it. A drug Wade. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Did I enunciate that correctly? Wade Wade's blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Police officers in England made an amazing discovery when doing a drug raid. Yes, they found marijuana plants stacked on top of each other and decorated to make them look like a Christmas tree. Which is kind the of The marijuana impressive. plants were decorated like a Christmas tree. Yeah, so they piled them all together to make them look, and they decorated them to make it all look like a giant Christmas tree. So Gloucester police raided a house in the town of Cheltenham, England. They found a small cannabis farm outside, and inside, when they walked in, they saw the Christmas tree didn't quite look like a normal Christmas tree. 
when in fact it was made completely out of cannabis. Um, so drugs and equipment were also seized in the raid. Uh, police ended up posting a photo of the tree on Twitter with the words, Not your traditional Christmas tree. Gloucester police are looking to combat illegal operations. Even though this one was cleverly disguised. Which I guess I... It's kind of like hiding in plain sight almost. If you, you know, decorate the tree and then, you know, just have it sitting there. Yeah. <sighs> All right. This is funny, even though it's a little it's a little too true. So we all know that, uh, I know it's been being called basically like Dumpster Fire 2016 this entire oh, right. year, for the most part. Well, South Carolina man is trying to do his part to make sure it doesn't end even more horrible than it already is by raising more than $2,000 in a GoFundMe campaign that he has started to protect Betty White from 2016. <laughs> <laughs> so same as... I had... Never mind, I'm not even going to say it. Don't even say it. Uh, no, I I kid you not. That was my dream last night. Was that shit? Oh, why did you even fucking say that, Greg? Knock it off. Why? That doesn't change anything. You put it out into the universe. Don't put that shit out into the universe. It. Don't say it out of your face. It was my dream. The, that, it doesn't matter. That's in your head. You don't speak it out of your mouth. Oh, what, do you, you what am I supposed s- to do with that? Sit on it? Yeah, you do not say it. If there's something awful that you think, don't that was, say it. It was my dream. Then keep it in your head. Keep your shitty dream in your head. I was watching the news, and that's what it was. Keep your dream in your head. Okay. Uh, so his name is Dimitri of uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina. Started a crowdfunding, pan- uh, crowdfunding campaign to protect Betty White, of course, the Golden Girls actress, from the string of celebrity deaths that are still currently taking place in 2016. Uh, his GoFundMe says, help 2016 catch these hands. If it goes anywhere near Betty White, if she's okay with it, I will fly anywhere to where, wherever she is and keep her safe until January 1st, 2017. Well, in the most likely event that Betty White will decline the protection from this young gentleman, he revealed <laughs> that all the funds from the campaign will be used to fund a local theater in his town. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yes. Now, assuming that he goes on to say uh, in his description, now assuming she doesn't want a strange Greek man standing guard outside of her door, all the money will be donated donated to the Spartanburg Little Theater to help craft new stars of stage and screen to carry the mantle of the legends that have left us this year. That's pretty awesome. So word about the campaign is quickly uh, quickly spread and gathered. I just can't talk today. It's good. Um, and gathered uh, so far over $2,000 from 201 individual backers within its first 19 hours. Uh, Dimitri said he was inspired to launch the fundraiser after, of course, the passing of Carrie Fisher and explains he has no connection to the theater apart from enjoying their work. Uh, 2016 has taken so many great artists in the Spartanburg Little Theater, Dimitri goes on to say, helps support and nurture new budding talent in our town. I'd like to think that Betty, Carrie, and Bowie would all be happy with any proceeds going to that cause, which I assure you it will. So taking something bad and trying to help local yeah. theaters, which is where a lot of people get their starts, which is pretty good. Sure. But anyway, it'll be just fine. Stop talking about her. I. I'm not saying yep. anything. What? This is my favorite story. Thank you to everyone who sent this to me. This happened over this past weekend, a Christmas mass in Sri Lanka, where a church mistook the lyrics for Tupac Shakur's Hail Mary for the Catholic prayer. 
Hail Mary. <laughs> and they printed the lyrics of Tupac's Hail Mary inside of the hymnal. So there was confusion How at do Christmas you mistake service. that? Well, there was confusion at a Christmas service in Sri Lanka when the program for the Mass featured the words to Tupac Shakur's 1997 song Would Hail Mary. Up, like Hail Mary lyrics? Instead of like the traditional soup. Catholic prayer. So this is at a Catholic church, which makes it even more delicious. <laughs> uh, the service went, um, The service was taking place in Sri Lanka. Uh, so this happened, let's see, a little bit before Christmas. But the pictures of the program uh, went viral during Christmas holiday. So what happened is both the Hail Mary prayer and, tu- and Tupac's uh, song asked Mother Mary to intercede on behalf of sinners. However, they greatly <laughs> differ in the specifics of how to interfere. <laughs> so the prayer which is based on the passages from uh, St. Luke's Gospel. is like, Hail Mary, full of grace, Lord is with thee, blessed art thou amongst women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. So that was what was supposed to be in the in the hymnal. Uh, Tupac Shakur's explicit lyrics were in there instead, stating such lines as, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the sweetest joy next to getting pussy. <laughs> Picture paragraphs Wait, unloaded, this? wise words being quoted, peep the weakness in the rap game, and sewed it. So, uh, a young man who attended the service... By the way, service, I think we need to have an entire segment of you just reading other, <laughs> reading rap lyrics. <laughs> I sounded pretty cool. <laughs> read a little more for us. Uh, I don't have any more of the lyrics. Oh, okay. If you find know. more, I'll read them. Okay, we'll take a look and see if we can find some. Uh, so, uh, yeah, a man by the name of Andrew Chotsky attended the service and recognized the Shakur song immediately. He said a lot of people were in shock as to whether or not it was a joke or someone would (laughs) actually start to recite it. A few of the older ladies in front of us could not stop looking at the printed booklet in confusion. (laughs) Well, that doesn't seem right. (laughs) Well, organizers discovered the mistake before it came time to read the Hail Mary and asked for all the books back. Uh, So the father of the priest... Uh, of the church, excuse me, said the, per- the page was in the middle of the booklet. When people were looking at this page, uh, they ended up alerting us to it. So uh, the father father said that the printer was a young boy who downloaded accidentally the wrong version from the internet. <laughs> it was his job to find the Hail Mary. Oh, man, you screwed and it up. And the priest said we were very sorry to say that this happened. <laughs> but thankfully the we last time he time. gets that responsibility. Yeah, right? Did you find that? Oh, I thought you were going to play this song. All right. I would have given anything if that would have happened at the church mass that I had to go to on Saturday. Oh. Because people will just repeat everything that's in front of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would have been glorious. Oh, my God. No, you have one priest who decides to go off the uh, off the end and just start saying that stuff. People will repeat it. Oh, yeah. They will. Well, especially Catholics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because you're trained to just, all right, repeat it. You are. I mean, it's just like, repeat it is say, strange to go to a Catholic we'll church over. after uh, so long of not going to one because everybody, you know, you stand there and recite things and read things and sit down, stand up, sit down, kneel, stand, sit, hold yep. hands, give money, stand, kneel. Yep. It's just done. Leave. Yep. Leave. Right, I sent you some lyrics if you want to read just a couple more. Um, only if Keelan wants me to. Yeah. Said yes. The, those are the ones that I that he sent. Oh, he sent. Uh, oh, I don't know if you want to read these ones. No, never mind. I just take a look at what he. Ease back, white bitch. 
I don't play that. <laughs> no, don't read these ones. Don't fall for that. No. <laughs> these are the uh, Ice Cube Cave Bitch lyrics. Cave Bitch? Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. Actually, I'm not familiar with this one. Just sounds aggressive. <laughs> Am I? I'm a nice Keelan calling me a cave guy. bitch? <laughs> I don't want to be a cave bitch. Do I want to be a cave bitch? I don't think I want to be a cave bitch. I don't think you do. I don't think that's good. I don't yeah. think it sounds like a good, a no, good bitch to be. No, no, that's it's not a. That's not what you want. Okay. <laughs> there you have it. Oh yeah, that says stanky as hell. Nasty little cave bitch. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but that's hilarious. All right, that's your world of crazy. Oh, boy. What? I'm just going to leave it as, as it is. Just reading what my friend, <laughs> my African-American great friend Keelan King sent to me. <laughs> uh, all right. Did I specify that clear enough? Okay. You can read part of the part of the other one he said. I'm not wait, what's the other one? No, I don't need to read any rap lyrics. Okay, we'll save that for another time. And we'll save it for never. Another time. Perhaps a best of. 2016, you get Sarah reading uh, rap lyrics. Uh go to our Facebook page, Fun Employment Radio, and let us know the segments of the last year that you think are the best. Especially like think about it if it's somebody who's never heard this show before, or maybe somebody who hasn't listened in a while or something like that. Like what segments do you think are really stood out to you this year or what episode and you can always scroll back and just look on our itunes uh, page or on our website you can always scroll through and find all the past episodes and just see if you can think of any and post those on our facebook page because that would be cool it'd help uh help us out and i'm always curious what what stands out for people mm-hmm. sometimes what stands out for everybody else doesn't stand out for us because sometimes so we we'll be know. like that was the greatest show ever and then, then we don't really get a good response and then other times we're like oh I don't know how good that, that show was. sucked. And then we get like yeah. the best response. Yeah. So we just never know. So yeah, we, we're always interested to hear the feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we'll go through our favorite shows on Friday, Greg. Okay. I mean, we'll just talk about some of our favorite memories from 2016, trying to focus oh, on right. the positive. Okay. Well, it's our last, it'll be our last show of 2016. It is our last show of 2016. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's what we usually do. Yep. So and that is what we, what we will be doing. Maybe we should give a big list. You know what's going to be? It's going to be a big positive parade. And we're going to give a, a big list of all the good things that have happened in 2016. Okay. Let's make it a happy. Let's make it our super happy fun time show. Super happy fun time show. Mm-hmm. Okay, there it is. That's coming up on. Uh, but tomorrow's show will be at 11 a.m. At 11 a.m. Pacific time, live here, will be tomorrow's show. Thursday, December 29th. Hey, guess what, guys? Yes. Greg and I are going to go join a gym. Yep. <laughs> we're going to be doing that right now. Right after this show. Uh, also, I do want to say this. I want to say a big thank you to one of our fine sponsors over this past year and over multiple years. And we really do appreciate them. And that is Next Adventure. Oh. Next Adventure, right there in the corner of Stark and Grand here in Portland is where their main store is. They've got two stories, two full stories of anything outdoor-related you could ever think of. And then a basement with their bargain basement with used clothing and sporting goods that you can buy down there. And all kinds of goods, not just sporting. I mean, things that you can use day, like day to day. Yeah, I mean, anything. Anything you can think of that you would use outdoors. And winter is getting ready to whip back around again here in Portland. So you want to get some warm stuff to be ready for it. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, big thank you to Next Adventure right there on the corner of Stark and Grand. Also, 
uh, you can go to their website, nextadventure.net.net. And it's a wonderful site that they've got there. Tons of deals. They've got calendars for local events if you're local, like different uh, different things that you can take, different classes you can take. Just a great place, nextadventure.net. Uh, definitely check that out. All right, uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun yes. Employment Radio. You are wonderful people. And we appreciate you very, we very do. much. We do. We appreciate all of you, and especially you live listeners. You know why. Um, we yeah. love you. Well, I mean, everybody. And everybody who yeah, can. Everybody but I'm who saying listens. for today. Yeah. You live listeners. Well, Thanks, yeah. Guys. They got to the hear best. a little behind the scenes stuff. But mm. uh, yeah, thank you to everybody who listens to the show. We really, really appreciate it. Continue to share this show with everybody else. Go to our Facebook page, like it, leave a comment. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. At 11 a.m. Yep. And.com. <laughs> yep. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.